Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. All right, this morning, I want to share with you something that the Holy Spirit has been teaching me that I believe is going to bless you incredibly. So those of you watching online, those of you in the room, zero distractions. You remember how Apostle told us to talk to our phone yesterday? And tell it, I own you. You will not steal from me. Remind it again one more time. <laughs> you tell it what to do. It doesn't tell you what to do. So if you need to put it in aeroplane mode, even though you're not in an aeroplane, you do it. So that there are no things which are just popping, popping in the middle of the word. Today I would like to talk to you about the revealer of mysteries. Hey! You already feel the Holy Spirit in this place. The revealer of mysteries. Worship harvest. Listen, there is more. There is more. I know that God has done exceeding, abundant, above all we thought or imagined already and it is only October. But I want to say to you that there is more. There is more in God. And this morning, I want you to declare, God is not done with me yet. Say, he's working in me. Say, my case is different. You know, you have to believe, especially when you come from lineages where there's not much greatness that your case is different. Otherwise, when you look at that experience, you will start to determine that this is, he will do a little and you will think this is too much. And then you will stop to believe. Today we are talking about the revealer of mysteries. How many of you have ever had a teacher? Hopefully everyone in the room, otherwise we have a problem. What is the use of teachers? You know, Pastor Ron and Pastor Ann are like teachers. They have taught so many students in their lifetime and they are still teaching. What's the point of a teacher? Tell me. Let's talk. You know, I like conversation. That the quicker you talk to me, the more we move. One more Pastor Solo may thank you. Mm. They teach. Teachers teach you. Okay, you're so clever. Just don't use the word teach. Mm. They equip... They reveal mysteries. <laughs> they impact knowledge. Impart knowledge. Eh, okay, they beat some people, but that's not the use of teachers usually. Eh? They correct, they teach, they equip. But you know, if you really think about why your parents took you to school, it's because they were not able to unveil to you the things that the teachers could unveil. Where they were limited, they sent you to someone who had access. If I desire for you to become a chemical engineer and you are born to me, even if I want, I have to send you to a school like Harvest International School where there are people who are more equipped to open you up 
to the mystery of chemical engineering. So the point of the teacher is to unveil truth or reality or what's available and give you access to what you would ordinarily be limited not to have access to. That's why we go to school. Otherwise, if we could learn those things at home, we would not need schools and would not need to pay so much money. And in fact, the deeper and higher the level of mystery, the more money you're going to part with, usually. Meaning that there is a price to knowledge. Yesterday, Apostle Mose came after the, after the powerful teachers in the afternoon reminded us that faith without action is dead. And he came and talked about light. Revelation light. And it's not the first time, the second time that it has been a word that he has taught over and over. But every time you hear it, don't you feel like, Lord, show me. I want light. Paul, in fact, the apostle, speaks to the Ephesians and says, because of the mandate on your lives, because of the grace of God poured out on you, I bow my knees and I pray for you that the Lord will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Meaning that there can be a mandate on our lives and there is one on the life of this church and we are blinded to the, to the mystery of the wisdom and knowledge and light and we live without touching the reality that was given to us because we did not have a teacher. You can be born and your parents want you to be a chemical engineer. But if they're not able to give you a revealer, you have, haven't you met those kids who are so brilliant, they are geniuses, but they don't have a teacher. They don't have someone who can, who can help them walk in it, see the light. There is no light. The thing Apostle talks about that there are islands of knowledge even right now that you and I are unaware of. And we are blissfully unaware because we are not missing anything because we don't even know it exists. The thing of you don't know what you don't know. And the worst thing than that is not knowing that you don't know what you don't know. Is to sit and be satisfied when you're sitting on treasure. But there is a revealer of mysteries. Someone said there is a teacher say there is a teacher today i want to introduce to you a teacher this teacher does not change curriculums you see that's the problem with the worldly teachers and we are going to see it the curriculum changes they keep discovering new information this one doesn't discover new information with every passing year doesn't get better with time no 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 this teacher does not improve his knowledge this teacher does not have favorites this teacher is not, yeah, is not limited to your stage in life where you were born. No, this teacher is not limited by your situation, by money, by stage of life, by education status. This teacher is accessible to all, no matter where you are, anywhere in the world. In fact, this teacher seems to like mostly going to the ones who look like they are impossible, that he may shame the wise. He's mostly interested. Yes, he likes the foolish things. He likes the base things. He likes the ones who look like, who, the ones who you can point at and say, there has to be something I cannot explain. That's why he's a revealer of mysteries. When I say the word mystery, what comes to your mind? And a mystery 
You guys are so clever. <laughs> Unknown. Something that is difficult or impossible to understand or explain. What's that? Hid, exactly. Mysteries are hidden things. Covered. Unrevealed. Difficult to explain with words. And I think that's why we struggle with this teacher. Because we bring our carnal mind to him. And try to under... What do, what do you mean, Lord? Help me. This doesn't make sense to my unrenewed mind. It's like trying to... That teacher is trying to teach you chemistry. And like that bad story of apostle what is a mole and for you you're like it's an underground rat so when they put up calculations you're like that doesn't make sense mm, doesn't make sense dy dx what is that that does not in my lusoga language there is no dy dx so you've brought your mind of from from Usoga to the chemistry lesson and it can't work from ankore okay from Pakwatch, all of you, from your village. Say, there is a teacher. Hey, are you ready to encounter this teacher? This teacher who where, you see when you bring your kind of mind and they say, the tithe belongs to the Lord. Then you say, where is the Lord? Who is the Lord? I am the Murod. I can receive the tithe. You know, because you're trying to understand how 10% reaches heaven and how it impacts your life after that. You're trying to use, it's like the mosquito trying to understand the internet. It's a, that's why you need a teacher. That's why education is light. That's why those who are educated, it just gives you, you don't have to do the things you studied in school, but your mind is open. There's a difference between people who have been educated and those who haven't. Because knowledge is light. The mind is switched on. There's a way your brain works. The brain is a muscle. It's been, they've worked it. Are you there? Banange, pray for me. I'm looking at the clock and my notes, I don't know what we are going to do. If you esteem this teacher I'm going to introduce to you, faith will become easy and get ready for glory. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 to 8. We are going to read quickly here so that we get to the real meat. Read with me. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Say wisdom is for the mature. You see, wisdom is not for your emotions. Wisdom doesn't appeal to your emotions. The wisdom of honoring your spouse. The wisdom of loving your wife. The wisdom of, 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 of being generous with God. Those, those things, when you hear them, do you feel emotionally excited? But they are wisdom. The wisdom is for the mature. One of the signs of maturity is the capacity to do what is right regardless of how you feel. Because emotions are for children. Children are guided by their emotions. I don't feel, I don't feel, I don't feel. Mature people, whether I feel it or not, I get up and I do. You get up in the morning when you don't feel like going to work and you go to work because it is the right thing to do. 
He says we speak wisdom. And that's why some of us can't receive wisdom. We are not mature. But there is a teacher. Yet not, now let's continue. Yet not the wisdom of this age. No, what, what happened? People have gone quiet on me. No of the rulers of this age who are coming to first go back there. I want to I want to quickly run through this so that and I know that you're switched on. Listen, first of all, there is a wisdom of this age. In every age, there is a wisdom. That's why I told you that each I'm talking about doesn't change with ages. He doesn't be like now, actually, we've discovered a new method of prosperity. Now we've discovered a new method of marriage, you first cohabit. Now, because when you check it out, it gets better. Now we've discovered a new method of what else? Of tithe. Tithe is no longer 10%. Actually, it doesn't go to your local church. It now goes to the poor. It's 13.37. Apostle did something so bad the other day. He was saying, imagine if tithe was 13.3726%. I'm like, what's even that? Like, so heaven doesn't, the wisdom of this age, you need to be aware. If you're the wisdom that you are relying on is the ever-changing wisdom, it's the wisdom of this age. Then there is the wisdom of the rulers of this age. The current experts have now said the economy is tanking. Therefore, everybody, actually, you need to react like this. Tank. Cut out expenditure, especially to charity. Yeah, cut, cut, cut. Meanwhile, the Lord is saying, so seed, in and out of season. He doesn't change his mind because his economy is not governed by the rulers of this age or the wisdom of this age. There are some of you who have accepted some things as wise because there are experts around you that have said they are wise. But there is no wisdom or counsel against the Lord. Because he tells you how that wisdom ends. The wisdom of this age and the wisdom of the rulers of this age, it comes to what? Zero. It can look like it's taking you somewhere. But eventually, it comes to absolutely. I know you're understanding. Because there is a teacher. However, someone said, ah, now let's go to the next verse. Viera, move me, move me, move me. Time, time. But we speak the wisdom of God in a what? Oh, the wisdom of God is in a what? The wisdom of God is in things that are difficult to understand and explain. Moreover, on top of that, it is hidden. It's not just mysterious, it's even hidden. Meaning it must be sought after and someone has to show it to you. When someone, it means that when I, when I say something is hidden, someone hid it. It means that me who hid it, to you, it's, you don't know. But me, I know where I hid something. All you need to know is find out who hid it. When you ask me to me, it's not hidden. To you, it is hidden. But to me, it's not. So when they say it's hidden, it doesn't mean you can never see it. It means there is someone who hid it. For you, not from you. Meaning it's available to only those who have access. There are things that are hidden, but not from everyone. In your life, there are things which are hidden to between you and your husband. Or between you and your parents. No one else has access. But they're not hidden from you. They're hidden for you. The wisdom of God, first of all, it's a mystery. If you can quickly explain it, maybe it's not the wisdom of God. Because, tell me, how do you explain that marriage is best 
for you to marry someone who you've never lived with, you don't know what's going to happen, you don't get intimate with them, and that that's God's best way, that that's going to give you the best marriage. And yet there's the other which makes logical sense. Live go together, test the waters, get to see if you're compatible. Have you heard that compatible word? Say far from me. There is no wisdom or counsel against the Lord, children of God. The wisdom of God is in a mystery. It doesn't make sense that for you to increase, you need to release. That for you to rise, you need to go down. It's a mystery. That for you to be elevated, you need to come lower for someone to pour into you. That to accelerate, you don't need to innovate, you need to follow. Ask Pastor Moses Kalans. He innovated for eight years. He started following for less than a year. Ask Worship Harvest. Ah, I tell you, we are innovative. Don't play. Our leader, <laughs> his brain works quickly and very strategic. He can see seven different directions in one second. At a speed of 300 kilometers per hour, per minute. He has already seen everything that's coming. He can tell you in five years what's going to happen. Now you ask him. <laughs> and in less than a year of following a man, it's a mystery, a man we've never met. Explain to me how meeting Bishop Doug Ewan Mills accelerated this ministry. Logically, give me the explanation. Dera Dy DX. That's how it is. You see, Dy DX. There are things which you've accepted as true, even though also you don't know. But it's true. Like Dy DX. It's a mystery. Worship harvest. If we are going to go where God wants to take us, we must be willing to walk into mysteries. Because guess what? This wisdom is a mystery. It is hidden. And God ordained it when? Today when you were waking up. is when God started figuring out how he can help you to succeed. He ordained it before the ages. Before the foundations of the world. God ordained wisdom. But why? Why did he ordain it? For your glory. Say for my glory. Listen, the path of the just is like the shining light. It shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. The will of God for you and for me is that our light shines brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. Never to go dimmer or less. God does not want to reduce you. He's a promoter. He's a lifter. He's a light. That is what he is. He ordained glory before you were born. He ordained wisdom. He put it in a mystery. He put it all and then he gave you a teacher to reveal it. But you see, even though the teacher has the knowledge to lift you, if you don't show up, it remains hidden. You'll be brilliant, you'll be ordained to be a chemical engineer, but it will remain hidden to you. You remain in your village and you become a farmer who could have been a chemical engineer because the teacher was hidden from you was not accessible and therefore your destiny remained hidden not removed but hidden you see hidden things are available 
It means they are there. For you to hide it, it's available. You can't hide what doesn't exist. Yeah, you can't say, I hid it, but it does not there. No, you hid it because you had it. For you to hide it, you have to have it. So if God has hidden it, it means that it's there. That's why he says wisdom is the principal thing. You guys, let's move on because that cloak, wow. Say there is a teacher. A mystery is something difficult or impossible to understand or explain. Some of the things that are mysterious, purpose. Purpose is a mystery because how do you know your purpose? Give me the equation. Dy dx. You just serve. As you're serving, that's the way of God. It's mysterious. As you're serving. He guides you. He will not come and find you with no, when you're doing nothing to reveal to you purpose. As you serve, he starts to guide you. He guides moving objects. But many of us want to stay stuck until he comes. It's a mystery to lead people. Missionary leaders, am I talking at all? Mm, it's a mystery. Supernatural prosperity in, a, in every area is a mystery. Great marriages are a mystery. Children are a mystery. Family is a mystery. Promotion is a mystery. Spiritual things are a mystery. Tithe, the word of God. Wisdom, fast fruit is a mystery. Serving people is a mystery. Evangelism is a mystery. How you even evangelize and someone gets born again? Even you, you walk away, you're like, what happened? You know, they say yes. <laughs> you know, eternal life is a mystery. Heaven is a mystery. Prophecy is a mystery. The fact that you're speaking words now and they're impacting 400 years, you tell me how. Explain it logically. Because sound travels in two years. I don't know. Divine healing is a mystery. Prayer is a mystery. The fact that right now we are impacting generations as we gather here. Fasting is a mystery. The wisdom of God is in a mystery. So if you try to use your unrenewed mind only, you cannot tap into and access the wisdom of God. And that's why spiritual instructions are very strange many times and they don't excite your flesh. Yeah. You're sitting here, you know you need rent, what? And God is telling you that money, bring it, give it to that person. Like, first of all, they have money. Secondly, I have a real need. And meanwhile, he's trying to move you to the next level. But it doesn't make sense to the emotions and the flesh because it's, um, it is spiritual and it's a mystery. Let's move on because I want us to get to the real thing. We've not yet reached. Pray for me. But as it is written, say it is written. Say it is written. You know, if it is written, it means it is established. Let's read together. Eye has not seen, no ear heard, no have entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for Beatrice Piermanzi who loves him. Come on, come on. I want you to know something. Your eye has not seen, your ears have not heard. It has not yet entered into your heart. The things that God has prepared for you. He prepared them for you. They're already available. They're already available. Your, if you have seen it, it's not the one. If if you've heard about it it's not the one if it has entered your heart it's not the one eye has not seen ear has not heard my heart has not yet even perceived it has not yet even entered into my heart the things which god has prepared for those who love him say that's my story hey, and imagine it is written it is settled 
The next verse is amazing because he says, These things which have not been seen or heard, God has revealed them. The things you've not yet seen, the things you've not yet heard, the things that have not yet entered your God has revealed them. How? By the teacher. The revealer of mysteries. He reveals these mysteries, the things that... Listen, it hit me as I read this scripture again and again and again and again yesterday. That God has revealed what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what has not entered into the heart of man by his spirit. It is in the Holy Spirit for me. This means that if I want to know what God has prepared for me, listen, listen, I don't study what my eyes have seen. If I want to know what God has prepared for me, I don't study what my eyes have seen. I don't study what my ears had in my past, words spoken, bad ones especially. I don't depend on that stuff. I don't study what is in my heart. What am I feeling? No, 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 no. I go to the revealer of mysteries. The Holy Spirit. He knows what God has prepared for me. He will reveal it by the power of the word of God. That as I get into the scriptures, they are, no long, they are light. They are not just words on a book. I don't go to search for my purpose from my past. From my experience, from my education level, I go to the one who saw the end from the beginning, who was there when I was being put together in my mother's womb and released into the nations as a solution in my generation. Oh, because you know the next, now let's move on, because now I don't know how to even tell you, because guys, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him? That's why if you want to know how to love your spouse, wife, ask your husband how, what love means to him. Otherwise you'll be off. You're doing all the things and they're actually annoying. That has happened to me before. I decided I'm going to buy my husband a gift every month. On month like four, he told me, you know, I don't really care about gifts. Eh? The real thing actually which I care about is this. I'm like, but me, I like giving gifts. That's what some of you do. The other person tells you, I really don't like flowers. You say, me, I like giving flowers. So give them to yourself. Because no one knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so. Say even so. Say even so. No one. Who? No one knows the things of God except who? Except who? Except who? Except who worship others? This is why you can open that Bible without the Holy Spirit and it is just words. And then when you start to relate with him in the place of prayer, in the place of intimacy, you open that Bible and it's like something has come alive. 
You know people who, when you're reading, I used, to, I used to look at people who would be reading their Bibles and they would jump up and start shouting and screaming. I'm like, what have you found? I'm reading the same scripture. They have a revealer of mysteries. They've seen a thing that is beyond what words can say to you, but he's available to you. Let me tell you something. Say there is a teacher. Oh, let me finish this thing. In the book of Numbers chapter 11, there's a story there. The Lord said to Moses in verse 16, Gather to me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them. Bring them to the tabernacle of meeting that they may stand there with you. Verse 17. Then I will come down and talk with you there. Apostle said God comes down, so he was right. I will take of the spirit that is upon you. And I will put the same upon them, and they shall bear the burden of the people with you, that you may not bear it yourself. This hit me yesterday. Because, you see, listen, for the elders of Israel to be able to bear the burden that Moses had, God had to take of the spirit of Moses. Because it is only the spirit of a man that knows a man. He took of the spirit that was upon him. Couldn't he just give them the Holy Spirit? But he took what was already on him, Put it on them. Why? So that they would be able to know the heart of Moses and serve him that way. Some of you, why you're still struggling to serve that man or woman of God is that you have not yet received the spirit that is on them. Therefore, you can't serve them well. You can't bear the burden. In fact, you are the burden. The same goes for the Spirit of God. It is impossible to truly serve God and work His work without His Holy Spirit. Because only the Spirit of God knows what is in the heart of God. That is why there are times I would be very discouraged. And I'm not one to say when I'm discouraged. I would still be, you know, acting normal, smiling. And I would be somewhere at home. And Apostle Moses would send me a one-liner. And I would start weeping. But there's no way for him to know. Unless he was connected to the revealer of mysteries. That's how you make disciples effectively. The Holy Spirit can tell you. Your, your, your disciple is burdened. Even though they look normal. Or he can just tell you. Send a message saying this. And the person is like you don't understand. Right now in this moment I was about to give up. But then for us we go to strategies. How to win friends and influence people. Point one, wisdom of this world. I'm sure someone is writing a better book, but there is a teacher. Only the Spirit of God knows what is in God. Serving God is mysterious. That's why we must have the Holy Spirit. Listen, there are two people who I have become acquainted with. My husband, I know the man. I know what he likes. I can't buy him a journal, for example. But every birthday, some people buy him journals. When you don't know a man, you can't serve a man well. Have you ever seen him with a journal in his hands all your life? But you might think journals are good. It's me who always has journals. Because I know the man, I can serve the man well. He doesn't have to talk. I can look at him. I know he needs this right now. I am so acquainted with him. I'm so connected with him that sometimes I just look at him and I say, what is it? Without a word, I just know something is not right. Not because his face looks sullen, but I'm connected to that man. Another man I have become very connected to is Apostle Moses. 
I know the man. I don't know him as well as a Pastor Ari, but I know the man. I know, I remember years ago, we, when, I was, when I used to lead worship, I wasn't the most gifted singer, but there was not a time I would write a worship list and apostle doesn't approve it. I would just know how he wants the worship to go. I would just know where his mind is going. And you know, it becomes easy to serve someone when you just look at him and know, uh-uh, something is not right. Ah, uh, someone, you need to stop talking now. You need to, you just know. Now, that's what the Holy Spirit does for you. The more you become acquainted with the Holy Spirit, the more you become acquainted with God, the more you become acquainted with your purpose, the more you become acquainted with the mysteries of his will. That you don't have to go around in the dark wondering, Lord, what do you want me to do? You'll be sitting here, everyone is normal, and you're hearing, send a million shillings. You're sitting here and you're hearing, go and, and start sleeping at, at 6 p.m. for three months. You wake up at 3 a.m. for the next five months. It's not why. There is no, but the God, he is aligning your purpose bit by bit by the revealer of mysteries who knows the mind of God to the detail. What eye hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, hasn't entered into the heart of man is available by the revealer of mysteries. Listen to me, worship harvest. God wants to do amazing things. Stop limiting God to what God can do to your current experiences. There is so much more in God. I have to stop now. This is the thing. So what? Get into the word and get on your knees. Get acquainted with the revealer of mysteries because God wants to take us to levels but there are places we will never go until we are intimate with the Holy Spirit because no man knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Amen. <laughs> Are you, are you, what, what was that thing? Are you the burden? Are you, are you a burden bearer or are you? Can you imagine when you have people who work for you at your company and you, they, are, they are the burden? My God. You're like, when will we increase market share? Can we appreciate Pastor B3 for that powerful message? She has revealed she has revealed the mystery so it's no longer mysterious which is it's the holy spirit jesus told told the woman at the well in john 4 24 that god is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth God is spirit and worship here is not slow songs so those who, worship, who sing slow songs to him should sing them in no 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 God is spirit KJV says God is a spirit but you get the idea so doesn't have hands like yours and yeah, his spirit.
and it says those who worship him which is those who relate with him those who intimately relate with him he doesn't say this is one of the options you can do it with your mind sometimes with no he says you must what must the key the word used is must when when someone says you must you feel like they are giving you options no options you must relate with him intimately where in spirit your spirit your spirit you know that we are spirit soul and body in others don't bring your body into the picture you will just perish because God and flesh they, they can't work together well don't even bring your soul into the picture emotions feelings education study what no yeah that one you know chemistry for purposes of serving other people not for purposes of relating with God you must we must relate with the Holy Spirit at spirit level but it doesn't end it there it says spirit and truth it is written ah. when Jesus was tempted by the devil how, how, how many times did he bind what did he say it is written it is written I think that's the message God seems to be bringing to us this word alive for the word to come alive it is written so spirit and truth how did she conclude prayer and the word prayer and the word if this movement is going to be a real movement that is not just some fake thing painted on top but there is nothing too much to it on the inside we are all going to become men and women of prayer and men and women of the word our conversations our jokes you know like even when you're cracking jokes you use scriptures yeah like some of you when i crack scripture jokes you don't get it especially that jesus wept part yeah we're here we're doing uh, scripture you know those things where you have to write the scripture exactly how it is and someone said christ cried for john 11 35 i will not reveal who they are it's a mystery because this thing is being watched all over the world so we don't want when they are being welcomed at one airport say christ cried <laughs> You are too far. You are the one who knows the scriptures. Paul writes and says, uh, "What's that word? The word of God is a what? Double-edged sword." And it's able to Hebrews what four? It's able to. It's about to come up. 
somewhere in Hebrews 4, if you type double-edged, it will come. Lebraha, Hebrews 4.14. Around there. My goodness. My, my swipe, I'm going to use it. Twelve. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit. I want to go into the rest. It's a design of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So, how do you know this is me feeling it, soul? This is God. It's the word which separates. This side is spirit this side is all because Jesus said the words I speak to they are life and they are spirit so, thank you that you've given us the ear of the land and the tongue of the land that we're able to hear what is being taught at spirit level So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Corinthians 6 17 says he is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him there is someone either watching us or right here and when what is being taught is being taught you just feel like it's so inaccessible I'm so unworthy but that's why Jesus said he who relates with God those who worship God must do it in spirit because your spirit is pure. If anyone is in Christ, is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. Now all things are of God. First John 4, 17 says, As he is, so are we in this world. Why? If you imagine God is relating with you based on your thoughts, you're going to run away from God because some of your thoughts are still far from what God can desire. God is relating with you at spirit level. Amen. At spirit level. Because that's the only way he can relate with you and I and we remain alive. Spirit to spirit. And your spirit is exactly identical to Jesus. So when God sees you in spirit, he sees his son. He doesn't see you and all your failures and mistakes and whatever. That's not what he sees. And so don't let that prevent you. That's why the, the accuser of the brethren comes to accuse them before our Father day and night. 
what, what, the enemy can never accuse you based on what's in your spirit because what's in your spirit is exactly like Christ he will only accuse you based on what you've done in your flesh in your mind, in your soul so I want to encourage you even as we continue with this week don't engage with God at that level of my failures my it is no no that's not what god is interested in god is interested in you because of the precious gift of jesus amen, amen. amen. Do, you, do you understand that yes like that if, if the day you know that you'll talk to god boldly amen. you will not be cowering off as if he doesn't want to hear. No, because he, those who relate with him, those who worship him, must worship him in spirit and truth. This incredible message about the mysteries of God that have been made available to us by our teacher, the Holy Spirit, that's exactly how it works. That's why Paul says the word of his grace because his grace discounts your failures Amen. and his grace promotes Christ's successes before God Amen. so don't come based on your performance you're going to go with nothing mm. seeing as we are not required to show up before the priest to show they have no they brought a lamb and the lamb was without blemish the priest didn't inspect the sinner they inspected the lamb and you have a, the lamb was slain for generations so I want you to relate boldly with the Holy Spirit that's how you're going to get the best out of this week just being amazed at his goodness amen, amen. I don't know why I'm going on and on I think some people are carrying guilt yes, and, yes, and, yes, yes, and yes. stuff and, and regrets and what yes yeah, okay you have acknowledged thank you now there is a future it's big, it's bright, it's Amen. incredible. So thank you, Father, for the big, bright, incredible future where you reveal mysteries for our glory. Thank you that you didn't call us to demote us, but you called us to promote us. Your word declares that those whom he foreordained he glorified. Yes. Thank you that we don't even have to struggle with that word glory. Mm -hmm. That for us, we are not trying to steal your glory. You gave it to us, Jesus. You say, the glory you gave to me, I have given to them. Amen. So we carry your own glory. And therefore, there is no shame. There is no shame. There is no shame as we move into the future into the brightness of your glory. We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.